Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. We're going to travel back to the island of Madagascar and meet some of her wildlife. So the sweet little lemurs, which are, if you picture a little, um, if you picture the body style of a of sort of a diminutive or um, gracile monkey, and then you make the fur very soft, like the pelt of a rabbit in terms of texture with the coloring of a reindeer and a black and white stripy tail, a little black nose, um, black rims around the eyes and little yellow eyes with cute little ears and then make their arms and legs very nimble and with little tiny hands they just little adorable hands so we're going to talk about these little mammals today so if you want to see a picture of a lemur you only have to google it but i did put a a rather fun one on the blog yesterday of a couple of little cuties all sitting around together rather relaxed. So these sweet babies, you may have seen them in as the stars in one of DreamWorks animated productions like Madagascar. They are mammals in the order primate, so they're a relative. They're divided into eight families and about 15 genera, and they have around 100 highly diverse species, and we only find them on the island of Madagascar. And so when we spoke about Madagascar a couple days ago, you know that it's been on its own in the Indian Ocean. It got stranded there when it broke off from India in its kind of last iteration. So it's been sitting solo in the Indian Ocean for about 88 million years. And that's led to some interesting features when you take a population and you put it alone and then it evolves on its own. we come up with some magical species. So the lemurs we see today have small uh, pointed snouts and large eyes and a long tail. They're arboreal, so they live primarily in trees. They're nocturnal, so they're night owls. They like to be um, active at night. And they're, they're wonderful little creatures. So do, do uh, Google them so you get to see a photo. So we know that Madagascar had been sitting sort of solo and off from India in that um, Indian Ocean all by itself for about 88 million years, but the lemurs arrived a little bit later. So when we look at the phylogenetic and genetic and anatomical evidence, these all point to lemurs splitting off from other primates in Africa about 62 million years ago, and that the ancestral lemur lineage dispersed to Madagascar by about 54 million years ago, so back in the Eocene. And once on the island, the lemur lineage diversified, so um, that radiation of diversity. So when they first arrived, they split off from the rest of the world and remained solo. And now we see at least 50 species of lemur all endemic or found only on Madagascar. The story of the lemurs is not unusual, so their evolutionary and biogeographic story has been experienced by other animals on Madagascar and places elsewhere. So Madagascar is home to many groups of endemic organisms or animals with close um, relationships 
within the islands. So they arrived there and evolved out. And the simplest or most um, parsimonious explanation of this pattern is that like lemurs, the groups first arrived on the island by dispersal from a single lineage and then rapidly diversified. So this diversification was likely spurred on by other geologic and geographic characteristics of Madagascar. So they're solo, they're on an island, much like our little Darwin's finches, and they radiate out and we see them embedding themselves in the forest and the grasslands and the various niche ecosystems and from there um, adapt to perfectly suit that ecosystem where they can. So that's true of all of the animals on Madagascar, although our lovely lemurs prefer the trees, um, but we see that pattern play out again and again. So as we talked about, Madagascar is a big, big island just um, to the east of the coast of Africa. So a little above South Africa, a little below Tanzania, and to the, the right or east of Mozambique, sitting solo in the Indian Ocean. And it's a large place, so it's um, bigger than Sweden and Spain and Thailand. It's about 592,000 square kilometers, which is roughly 226 square miles, so a big, big island. The east coast of the island is lined with a mountain range. And when you see mountain ranges or you've traveled through them, you know they kind of set their own weather. So this mountain range causes different parts of the island to get drastically different amounts of rain. And so the island is made up of different habitats, from deserts uh, to rainforests. And these have shifted and changed over the past 88 million years. And they have provided many opportunities for subpopulations to become even further isolated and evolve traits for specialized um, niches. So to encourage diversity um, within the lineages that live there to kind of adapt, to best adapt to those individual habitats. Today, Madagascar is one of the most diverse places on earth. And in order to understand that diversity, we need to look at the living worlds and our living and, and uh, extant lemurs but also the geologic and geographic and um, the climate history of that has shaped this part of the world and the evolution of the lineages on the island. And most recently, our human history is making a change and not a good one um, to the, the animals on the island. So we need to um, both protect Madagascar's unique biota um, and, and our greed as human beings and, and our uh, desire to hunt and eat the things we find on the island. Now, fortunately, there's a lot of protection, um, so things bode well for the future of the animals there. In each of the individual habitats on Madagascar, we see animals surviving and thriving. So for lemurs, they prefer the trees and they use their hands and feet to move nimbly from branch to branch. They can't grip with their tails as some of the other primates do. Um, and some of them spend some time on the ground uh, to forage for food, but most of their diet is made up of veggies they eat in the trees. So they, they like to dine on leaves and flowers, sometimes a little tree bark and sap. Um, 
They have powerful scenting glands and use their unique odor as a communication tool and even a kind of weapon. So they mark their territory the way you see some dogs and wolves doing it um, to kind of uh, rub up against or urinate on something to kind of, um, so that they, they provide their stink, their individual smell and their, their oily secretions so that others know that they're in the neighborhood, that this is their place and they've staked their territory. One of the funniest things that ring-tailed lemurs do is rub those stinky secretions on their tails and then wave them at rivals. So they use that scent to mark their territory, to attract mates and tell them that they're very sexy. Um, during the mating season, the male lemurs will battle for dominance to try and outstink one another. Um, but it's the females who actually lead the groups or troops. So ring-tailed lemurs are social animals. They like to live in groups. And these can be half a dozen to a couple dozen individuals. On average, sort of 15 to 20 like to um, stick together. And they'll be both male and female, but it will be a female who is the leader overall. So they're matrilineal. They, um, they have a female as the ultimate leader of their group. And they're threatened right now. So in the dry forests where they prefer to live, so living in the trees and eating those leaves, um, we like to cut those forests down. So humans are uh, their greatest threat, um, but we're starting to protect those forest lands for them so that um, they can survive and thrive and make a living. So within the group of lemurs um, there, and uh, of the species, so there's 105 species of lemur, they come in a, a range of sizes, so small and, and large. Um, the largest lemur is the Indiri, and they grow up to 24 to 35 inches, so roughly 60 to 90 centimeters long, and they weigh Oh, 15 to 22 pounds, so 7 to 10 kilograms. The littlest guys, the most diminutive, like little teeny guys, are the Madame Berth's mouse lemurs, who are super cute, and they grow to about 3 to 4 inches, so about 9 to 11 centimeters long, so, you know, smaller than a than the long edge of a piece of paper, a standard, standard uh, paper through a printer. And that's not counting the tail, so that's just the body. The tail adds about another five inches or 13 centimeters to its length. And the, these little teeny guys weigh about an ounce, so about 30 grams. They're just really, really little. We know that the lemurs are doing their best to bring back the population. And we, we had been doing our worst to bring down their habitat and cut down their trees. Just to clarify, there are 105 species of lemurs. I think I said 50 earlier, but that was just a tick of my brain. Um, so they, uh, they live a long time. They can live up to 30 years. So if, they're, um, if, they, if the habitat works out and there's plenty of food, they can be very long-lived as animals. Um, they have about one to about half a dozen babies when they give birth. So the mating habits are um, a little stinky. So the men, the male um, lemurs, um, it's a battle of scent, so they, they stink up their tails and they rub the trees with their uh, secretions and they wave their, their stinky business in the air. And it's the male with the smelliest 
um, and most attractive scent that uh, woos the ladies. So once a female has chosen her mate, um, they'll mate. And then it takes about 100 to about 170 days um, for the gestation, so for her to be pregnant and then give birth. And when she does, um, if she's a little species, if she's smaller as a lemur, they tend to give birth to more babies. And if it's a bigger um, species of lemur, they tend to give birth to fewer, so one to six. And those little sweeties, those cute little baby lemurs are called pops. And they like to cling to mama, so once they're born, they'll hang around her belly for the first few weeks of life. So the first week to up to a month, they'll be clinging on her belly side. And then when they get a little bit bigger, um, they'll crawl around to her back and cling there, watching and learning and staying safe for about the next three to four months. And then they'll begin to go off on the branches on their own. They'll stick still really close to mama, but um, uh, they'll they'll be a bit bolder. So they get weaned, so uh, at about three to six months. And then it can take one to three to four years, depending on the species, um, for them to uh, reach maturity and be ready to breed and choose a mate of their own. My hope for the lemurs is that they can do a little bit better and we can do better by them. Um, the populations, depending on the species of lemur, are um, classified from critically endangered to endangered to vulnerable to doing all right, but about 75% of them are at risk in terms of species. And an interesting little fact is the blue-eyed black lemur, um, it's the only primate other than humans that can have blue eyes. So when I picture lemurs, I picture them with their yellow eyes, um, but there is a species that have blue eyes, so I think of them as a, as a relative, and they certainly are. Anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk again soon.